News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. World Health Organization said yesterday that there are more than 18,000 cases of monkeypox globally, with the majority of those cases in Europe. There have been a total of 85 cases detected in Ireland since last May. And Dr. Owen DeBarra, senior lecturer at the RCSI and infectious disease consultant at Beaumont Hospital, joins us now on all of this. Um, how worried, first of all, Owen, should people be about monkeypox and remind people perhaps how they might catch it? Hey, good morning, Kira. Well, anybody is susceptible to monkeypox, but there are certain risk activities that mean you're at increased risk. And this is something that's been transmitted and going on in West Africa for many years, but now is spilled over into the rest of the world. So most of the transmission so far is from close contact, and much of that from close intimate or sexual contact. So in most of Western Europe and indeed in the US, most of the cases have been in self-declaring gay, bisexual, or men who have sex with men but okay. not all of them. Um, and usually it's, it's skin lesions, uh, rashes, lumps and bumps, but in severe cases, they can become incredibly painful and disseminate into a rash across the body and, and occasionally make people very, very unwell. Okay. So, so it isn't sexual contact, it's kind of skin-to-skin contact, which may, may of course involve sex, but doesn't have to. That's kind of what we're saying, isn't it? Yeah. So the majority, again, of this sort of global outbreak of it is that close intimate contact, but there have there are cases of household contact or just close close skin contact or close dwelling. Okay, so in terms of avoiding contracting it, should should we advise people that if they have it or if they have the symptoms that they don't engage in any kind of intimate contact with others? What can people do to protect themselves? Yeah, I think it's all about the information and the education. So at the moment, because the majority of cases are in a group that generally you know, self-identify and generally engage with healthcare and, and sexual services better is that among the gay bisexual community that they're aware of it, that if they have skin lesions to avoid sexual contact or close intimate contact with others, that they get diagnosed. Um, and the other bit is going to be prevention because there is a vaccine that's effective. It's the old smallpox mm-hmm. vaccine. And this government, along with many others, has procured supplies. So I think NIAC announced that yesterday that there will be vaccination campaign. So we have a, a small window when the infection is largely in a, in a certain group that, you know, again, access health care, we can target it and try to protect that population. And then by protecting them, protect the wider population. OK. Because the and other part of this is that there may be spillover into other populations. No, as, well. as is generally the case. Um, but but for those who, who would be eligible for, for the vaccine, are they men who have sex with men? Is, is that the, the cohort that's being targeted with the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So men who have sex with men and, and particularly those who have a higher number of sexual partners. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, how you, because again, there's going to be a limited supply of vaccines. So you try to target it where it can have the most impact. OK, so just it's about raising awareness and education and that vaccine. Can I move on to something else? Obviously, COVID hasn't gone away either own, but it's been widely reported that we are moving into a phase now where people will have to pay for PCR testing going forward, that the test and trace system that still exists, obviously, um, that is uh, it's over budget. I think is, is largely the reason behind this. What do you make of that? Is that a poor move or a good move? I think it's a welcome move in where we are at. Um, it's a recognition of the role of antigens, which we talked about so many times for oh, the last few years. Um, so, and I think in the last six months, that's really been taken up. So we, we, we have people testing antigen tests. We also have you know such a different situation that even with the recent waves, we're not seeing people being significantly ill. 
so I think it's a shift in how we're managing this. Uh, and I, I think largely it's a positive thing. There will remain to be instances when it's needed. And as I understand this, it's going to be provided for that if a condition yeah. sees you and thinks a test is warranted. I, I think it's still be. free for pregnant women, people over the age of 55, immunocompromised. Like there, there are cohorts that it is free for, but in general, we're moving away from it altogether. But you think that's good. Look, thank you. Thank you for all of that this morning. As ever, that is Dr. Owen DeBarra, Senior Lecturer at the RCSI and Infectious Diseases Consultant at Beaumont Hospital. Um, News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.